What is XFIP and why do we talk about it so much? We'll explain next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, December 2nd, uh, 7th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White, and we're going to explain analytics in just five minutes. Good luck to us. Uh, let's actually just talk about XFIP and, and just... ERA indicators in general here. So per MLB.com, XFIP finds a pitcher's FIP, which is fielding independent independent pitching, uh, but it uses projected home run rate instead of actual home runs allowed. The home run rate is determined by that season's league average home run to fly ball ratio. Scott, what does this all mean? And why do we use it so much in <laughs> fantasy baseball? Yeah, so to explain XFIP, you kind of have to start with FIP, right? X in these advanced metrics means expected. Um, FIP, of course, is fielding independent pitching. The factors most within a pitcher's control, namely strikeouts, walks, and, and home runs, uh, are, are then used to determine an estimate of what ERA should be based on how he's done to that point in those three measurements, which makes it you know, a better way to predict ERA than just looking at current ERA. You know, you're actually looking at the the factors of pitcher controls instead and predicting ERA based on that. But in order for it to work, he has to actually continue with the same strikeout rate, walk rate, and home run rate, which, of course, doesn't always happen. The reason I've come to like XFIP more is because, it, it you know, it, it's more looking at fly balls, home run to fly ball rate, league average, as you said, than just home runs purely. And during the juiced ball era, uh, home runs became so crazy to the point that it, like, it seemed like any ball hit in the air at least had the potential to, to turn into home, a home run. It, you know, Not each individual batted ball event, but just every time a pitcher allowed a ball to be put in the air, it was a bad thing. It meant it could potentially go out. And so I felt like XFIP really captured that era better than FIP did. I may gravitate back to FIP if, if now the introduction of the deadened baseball, you know, kind of makes for clearer distinctions between fly balls again. Uh, but I'm not ready to go to that point. I'm, I'm still leaning XFIP there between those two. All right. And there are multiple different ERA indicators, which you can find over on fangraphs.com, which includes FIP, XFIP, Sierra is a very popular one as well, which these they're all very similar stats. They just look at a few different things uh, that, yeah. that slightly change what that ERA indicator uh, is going to be. There's also My one that's on StatCast, Scott, where, uh, which is called XERA. And yeah. what that one does that's differently is it accounts for quality of contact. So if a pitcher right. allows a lot of hard contact, line drives, or let's just say a lot of like really far fly balls, then chances are they're going to have a pretty high expected ERA according to StatCast. Yes, and specifically what it does, and this is true for all the StatCast stats, XBA, XSlug, XWOBA. What StatCast does is they have a, a, a camera system set, set up at, at all the stadiums. It, it gauges the probability of the outcome of a batted ball event based on uh, how hard the ball was hit what kind of trajectory it was hit on, where it landed. And it determines, you know, the probability of of the event based on those factors. And it, and then it determines what the stats would look like based on those probabilities. So XERA, you'd think it'd be more accurate based on that. And it is. I, I find it's the most accurate at explaining what's already happened. But because, at least in my experience, uh, the quality of contact, all, all those different factors... For, for pitchers aren't as sticky as strikeouts, walks, and home runs or fly balls are. Um, 
it's less, it's not as good. XERA isn't as good as predicting at predicting what's still yet to happen. It's not as good as XFIP and FIP and some of those others are doing that. And again, those StatCast numbers that if you want to find them for whether it's a pitcher or a hitter, you find them at BaseballSavant.com. Let's just quickly talk about the hitter side of, of StatCast, Scott. And it's very similar. It's, hey, this is the quality of contact that a hitter has had on his balls in play this year. And based on that, this is what his expected batting average would be, his expected slugging percentage. And it's really useful for us because it, it helps find players that should either positively or negatively re- regress throughout the course of the season. Yes. The, again, I, I don't know that it's as predictive as some of those ERA estimators we've come up with, but it, it is very good at explaining what a batter deserves based on the way he's impacted so far. It's pretty accurate at that. Of course, not. there, there are always exceptions. There are going to be exceptions for all of these things, but it's pretty good at that. And specifically, what I want to talk about is, is exit velocity. Uh, that's, how it, that's how it measures how hard the ball was impacted. And I feel like that's going to become a more critical stat for assessing hitters moving forward because it's with the introduction of the deadened baseball, that skill of impacting the ball hard seems more closely tied to results than it did in the past. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the fantasy baseball today podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to fantasy baseball today in five. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.